Well, in the best uh, traditions of mystery uh, series on television, we need to start with a bit of the story so far uh, in our summer series of sermons on meeting God. We've learnt over the past two Sundays uh, this mystery, this open secret, if you like, which is that God is always with us. Uh, but that sometimes he chooses to meet with us in a very particular way. Uh, we've also learnt that because God is God, he can meet with us anywhere. In our home, like Abraham. And even though this is very difficult to believe, even when we are camping. So today we're going to explore Moses' experience of meeting God in a very particular way. Uh, the sharp-eyed among you who are actually in church and uh, probably on the south side of the church more than on the north side, if you know what that means, um, may have noticed it, at any rate that today's story of how Moses met, met God is actually, actually the theme of one of our stained glass windows in Holy Trinity. Uh, it's one of the ones behind me. Uh, it's a pretty grim morning, so the, the light isn't streaming through the stained glass windows. It should do. And you can't see it if you're online. Sorry about that. Uh, but what we see in the window is a reasonably well-ordered Moses covering his eyes in front of an extremely well-ordered burning bush surrounded by surprisingly well-ordered sheep uh, very white and fluffy and English sheep, uh, Cotswolds, I would guess, um, sheep who look all ready to enter the judging ring at Shepton Mallet. And the crowning glory in the window is a spectacularly stylish uh, pair of orange shoes that Moses has removed and left in a prominent place uh, for us to see. But... Perhaps Moses' experience was not quite so well ordered uh, as all that. After all, he was at work, tending his father-in-law's sheep, not exactly a nine-to-five job, but out on the fringes of the desert looking for scrub to feed uh, the sheep on, out for days at a time uh, in a hostile environment, and to be honest, sheep just don't look like that in the Middle East. Middle Eastern sheep are scraggy, dusty and shaggy coated. And I have nothing at all to say about the bush. But in that environment, in that harsh place on the edge of civilization, God met Moses. Exodus chapter 3, verse 2. There the angel of God appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it didn't burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he'd gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. 
God can meet us wherever we are, even at work, even in the harsh places. He doesn't just appear uh, to religious specialists like missionaries and vicars. He doesn't divide up the secular and the religious as we're so often tempted to do as we separate out Sunday from Monday to Saturday. I once met a vicar in Stoke-on-Trent who just had someone uh, come to his door to say, I met Jesus in the pub last night. What would we say if someone came to our door to say that? Maybe we need a, a sermon in this series on meeting God in the pub. God is the one who chooses where and when he will meet us. God meets Moses at the burning bush. Uh, but actually, this isn't the beginning of God's work in Moses' life. Uh, this is, after all, Exodus chapter 3. We've already had a lot about God's work in Moses' life in the harsh places uh, that are described in Exodus chapters 1 and 2. And now he introduces himself to Moses as the one who's been at work for generations uh, before Moses ever came on the scene. Uh, Exodus chapter 3 verse 6. Then he said, I'm the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. If God chooses to meet us uh, in a particular way, then we should become aware that he's been at work in us and around us for long eons before we may have been aware of it, before we may have been aware of him. God chooses to meet with us. But we must face him with fear and trembling. Moses said, here I am. Verse 5, don't come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals for the place where you're standing is holy ground. Then he said, I'm the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. All the way through uh, uh, the book of Exodus, God meets with his people. But we find that he always comes with fire, with cloud, with darkness. He commands them to build a beautiful tabernacle, but it's surrounded by heavy curtains. The tabernacle says, I'm here. I'm here, says God. But if you like, the curtains say, but I'm not home to casual callers. I'm here to those who come on my terms, recognizing my greatness. We find in Exodus that people can always come and meet God, but they need a mediator, be that Moses the prophet or his brother Aaron the priest. And we also find that the way to God is created by sacrifice. 
And in the New Testament, of course, uh, we meet the perfect mediator, the perfect sacrifice. We meet Jesus, God's own son, who meets us here in our daily life. We meet God in Jesus. Uh, something else to note here. God uh, meets with Moses in an awesome way. He gives Moses a great task to take on here in Exodus chapter 3. But it's still a long time uh, before the Exodus actually happens. That's not going to happen until chapter 14. We've got to work our way through quite a lot of chapters before we get there. Moses and Aaron and the people of Israel have to learn obedience on the way. As the Exodus story plays out, there's a constant refrain of Moses or the Israelites doing just as the Lord commanded them, as well as dreadful moments when they actually disobeyed. God meets with us to challenge us to learn obedience. When we meet the awesome God, the God of fire, he is not at our disposal. We are at his disposal. But the other side of this, of course, is that God meets us to show us that he is the all-sufficient one. The conversation continues in Exodus chapter 3, verse 11. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. And this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you've brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God is with us. God is the all-sufficient one. God is I am who I am. When God meets us, he shows us that he's both the God who has been with us through the past and also the God who's with us in the present to equip us to do what he's calling us to be and to do in the future. The all-sufficient God. The Lord of all being, I am, is the one who meets us. Uh, so we started at the beginning of this sermon with a, with a backwards look, uh, looking back at the story so far. But if we were to look forward and read through uh, the rest of the book of Exodus, uh, we discover that actually one of its great themes is the theme of the presence of God. God is always present, sometimes in dramatic ways, sometimes in very straightforward ways. And right at the end of the book of Exodus, we find God creating 
what he calls the tent of presence. Uh, at the tent of presence, uh, the Israelites could go to meet with God, to talk with him at any time. But always, of course, on his terms. And again, the New Testament uh, takes up uh, that theme. Uh, John tells us right at the beginning of his gospel that God has pitched his tent among us when he came to us in Jesus. Jesus described himself as the new tent, the new temple, the place where God is. We are described uh, in the New Testament as God's temple, uh, both as individual Christians and as God's people together. God is present in us in the power of his Holy Spirit as he was present in the tent and in the temple which followed it as he's present in Jesus. God is there for us to meet him in Jesus 24-7. But just to end by being fanciful for a moment, uh, a friend of mine once wondered uh, out loud in a sermon how many burning bushes God had had to send before Moses noticed this one. The challenge to us is to notice, to be aware of God's presence, to be alert to meeting God at every turn. Um, there's a poem by Elizabeth Barrett Browning, a couple of lines of which often get quoted uh, without the following lines. But what she actually says is this, Earth's crammed with heaven, and every common bush a fire with God. But only he who sees takes off his shoes. The rest sit rounded and pluck blackberries. God comes to meet us 24-7 at home, in our leisure, at work. The question for us is, are we too busy picking blackberries off the bush to see and to take off our shoes in the presence of this awesome God?